The Mystery File Collective is intended for mature audiences. The following content may contain material that some people find triggering. If you feel disturbed by tales of murder, mystery, or myth, if you believe that they could traumatize you, we implore you to use your discretion before listening. Welcome, dear listeners, to a chilling tale that will send shivers down your spine and blur the lines between reality and fantasy. Prepare to journey into the dark recesses of the human mind, where the unexpected takes hold and a haunting transformation unfolds. This is a true story. In a world where the ordinary meets the extraordinary, we encounter John from the sleepy town of Widnes in the north of England, an unsuspecting soul whose life was about to be forever altered. John worked as a window cleaner in and around the towns of Witness and Runcorn in Cheshire, Northern England. On that particular day, John suffered an accident at work, falling from his ladder to the floor and banging his head. He's not exactly sure how long he may have been unconscious for, but what he feels certain of is the fall knocked him out cold. And when he came round, there was nobody in sight to help. John, being a typical no-nonsense type, dusted himself down and carried on with the day. He says he felt woozy, but nothing too much to worry about himself. Largely, he felt okay except the streets felt a little strange, and he had a craving to eat raw fish. He took himself to the fishmonger at Witness Market, and bought quite a substantial amount of mackerel, which he claims to have enjoyed raw. Nothing else seemed strange, apart from this feeling of loneliness in the unusual quietude. However, the true devastating horror began that fateful night. Amidst the eerie silence that cloaked his small apartment, as the clock struck midnight, a chilling gust of wind swept through the narrow corridors rattling the windows and whispering secrets only the night could bear witness to. It was in this stillness 
that John unknowingly crossed paths with his twisted destiny. In the depths of his slumber, John was consumed by haunting dreams, fragments of memories and distant echoes merging into a surreal collage. And then, without warning, he awoke with a start, his heart pounding against the confines of his chest. Confusion gripped him as he surveyed his surroundings. The room seemed different, distorted, as if plucked from the realm of imagination. The moon cast another worldly glow through the frost-covered windowpane, casting eerie shadows that danced menacingly across the walls. But it was not the room that chilled him to the core. It was the realization that something within him had transformed. A peculiar sensation coursed through his veins, a strange energy that seemed to pulse with every beat of his heart. As he rose from his bed, a piercing pain shot through his head as if his skull was splitting open. Clutching his temples, John stumbled towards the mirror, hoping to find solace in the familiarity of his reflection. Yet what stared back at him was not the face that he had known his entire life. The man in the mirror, distorted and twisted, bore an uncanny resemblance to one of the penguins from the animated film Madagascar. Looking good! It was as if the essence of the cartoon penguin brought to life on the silver screen had merged with John's very being. Time for basic training. Madness and reality blurred together, forming an unholy alliance within his fractured mind. His eyes, once filled with the warmth of humanity, now sparkled with an illustrated gleam. They held secrets of a thousand adventures, a thousand laughs shared on the silver screen with the other characters from the DreamWorks animated movie, Madagascar. John blinked, hoping to awaken from this dreadful nightmare, only to find that he was trapped in a waking dream, a nightmare that defied logic and defiled his sanity. He tentatively touched his face, tracing the contours of his new identity. A gasp escaped his lips, blending with the cold whispers of the night. His skin, once smooth and familiar, now felt coarse and insulating, as if he were enveloped in a feathery cloak. Panic surged within him threatening to consume what little remained of his tenuous grip on reality. Where did you pick up such skills? But dear listeners, the most chilling part of this tale is not the physical metamorphosis that had befallen John. No, it was the profound conviction that had taken root within him, the unshakable belief that he was, indeed, 
one of the cartoon penguins from the movie Madagascar. Private, concentrate! This isn't some silly crime drama on TV. The character of Skipper, brought to life in pixels and ink, had overtaken his soul, trapping him in a parallel existence that defied all rationality. Kowalski, options! With each passing moment, the line between man and penguin blurred further. John began to mimic the mannerisms, the quirky movements, the endearing spiv-like waddle of his newfound penguin persona. His speech, once coherent and articulate, now transformed into a Brooklyn accent, harsh in tone, interspersed with a series of honks, squawks, and flurries of excitable penguin chirping. Private, concentrate! This isn't some silly crime drama on TV! As his loved ones witnessed this chilling transformation, fear and disbelief clouded their eyes. Friends and family, once pillars of support, now became distant figures in a reality that had abandoned John. They desperately sought answers, searching for the cause of this otherworldly possession that had taken hold of their beloved John. But little did they know that the true horror lay not in the cause, but in the relentless tide of madness that washed over him. Excellent display of mental fortitude, Private. You keep this up and you'll make Private first class. His loved ones, now tormented witnesses to his struggle, watched in helpless horror as he embraced his new penguin identity with a fervor bordering on madness. Attempts to reach out to medical professionals proved futile as they dismissed John's claims as delusion, a mere byproduct of a fractured mind. But the truth, dear listeners, the chilling truth was far more insidious. This was no mere delusion. It was a sinister transformation. A descent into the depths of an unholy possession. With each passing day, John's transformation grew more profound. All right, sad eyes, fun time is over. Time to go back to the zoo. His once nimble fingers fused into flippers in his mind. His gait, once a stride of confidence, devolved into a waddle, a haunting caricature of a penguin's movement. But what tormented John most was not his physical metamorphosis, but the unyielding grip of conviction that held his mind captive. He was convinced with every fiber of his being that he was the lead penguin, Skipper, from the animated DreamWorks movie, Madagascar. He was living a life that straddled the realms of fiction and reality. Time for penguin roll call, and I'm Skipper, the leader of this ragtag group of underdogs known as the... Boys, we need a name. In the dead of night, as he stirred into the abyss of his reflection, he would hear faint whispers. The voices of the characters from the films beckoning him into their world. The boundary between the silver screen and his own existence blurred 
and the penguins taunted him with their laughter and their tales of adventure. All right, Team Penguin, let's spring into action. Friends and colleagues, unable to comprehend the depth of his transformation, veered between concern and disdain. Whispers followed John wherever he went, the haunting echoes of disbelief and ridicule. The world seemed to shrink around him, a suffocating web of isolation that threatened to strangle his spirit. But John, in his fractured mind, found solace in the embrace of his penguin identity. He was no longer John from Witness in the north of England, but Skipper, the lead penguin in Madagascar. He now saw the world through the distorted lens of this character in the Madagascar movies, a fantastical realm where penguins seek to protect their home in Central Park Zoo with an unwavering confidence and camaraderie. And he was determined to find his place within this new, strange reality, to make sense of the chaos that had consumed his life. This window cleaner from witness and i'm skipper the leader of this ragtag group of underdogs he needed to find others like him others who saw the world as he did with a flicker of determination in his penguin eyes john sought connection with like-minded souls those who could understand the intricacies of his bizarre transformation he delved into the depths of the internet, navigating obscure forums and chat rooms, seeking out fellow enthusiasts and individuals who for whatever reason embodied their favorite characters. In the hidden corners of the web, he discovered a thriving subculture of cosplayers, a community that embraced the art of transforming oneself into beloved fictional figures. It was here that he found a glimmer of acceptance, a refuge among those who understood the power of imagination and the desire to step into the shoes of another. But he didn't need a costume to join the community, for in his mind, he was Skipper, the penguin from Madagascar. And I'm Skipper. The leader of this ragtag group of underdogs. At conventions and gatherings, amidst a sea of vibrant costumes and enthusiastic fans, John ventured forth. His penguin form drawing attention and curiosity. Some gazed upon him with awe, recognizing the dedication and creativity that lay behind his haunting transformation. Others sneered, their laughter carrying a venomous edge that pierced his spirit as they told him he was but a man. You need a costume to become a cosplayer of any standard. You can't be a penguin without a costume, despite what's in your head. And I'm Skipper, the leader of this ragtag group of underdogs. Yet in the face of any ridicule and skepticism, John clung to his conviction. When he looked at himself in the mirror, he saw the face of a penguin looking back, 
the face of Skipper from Madagascar. And there were those that accepted him in awe of the standard of his waddling. He reveled in the camaraderie of kindred spirits, their shared love for the Madagascar films, weaving together as one community a fragile thread of belonging. Through their acceptance, he found strength, the strength to withstand the doubts of the world and the courage to embrace his true self, Skipper the Penguin. And I'm Skipper. The leader of this ragtag group of underdogs. But dear listeners, this journey was not without its pitfalls. John's relentless pursuit of his penguin identity came at a cost. His obsession with the films began to consume him, blurring the boundaries between reality and fiction. He withdrew from the tangible world, retreating from daily life in his hometown of Witness, and began seeking solace within the confines of his mind, a realm where penguins danced and laughter echoed endlessly. We don't gather fruit. Gathering fruit is, uh, mammal work. His family, concerned for his well-being, pleaded for him to seek help, to relinquish the grip of his penguin obsession. Yet their pleas fell upon deaf ears, lost within the chorus of penguins and cartoon characters that resided within his fractured psyche. As the days turned to months, John's transformation grew more profound. His penguin persona permeated every aspect of his existence. He withdrew from society, retreating to the fringes of his mind, where the lines between man and penguin were blurred beyond recognition. Private, what would you do if you were attacked with a banana? The world outside his window, the town of Witness, became a distant tableau, a mere backdrop to the fantastical world he inhabited within. And I'm Skipper, the leader of this ragtag group of underdogs. It was a fractured reality that he knew he had to overcome. He should be proud of his penguin self. And he decided that while he would wait until dark, he would step beyond the fantasy realm that possessed him and embrace the world outside with confidence and gusto. As the moon hung low in the ink-black sky, casting its pale glow upon the desolate streets, John ventured forth, his soul consumed by the burning desire to be seen, to be acknowledged. His haunting waddle echoed through the stillness of the night as he navigated a world that twisted and contorted around his penguin identity. His steps led him to the underbelly of witness, where misfits and outcasts sought solace in the nighttime shadows. Among them, John found a ragtag group of performers, a carnival of peculiar souls who embraced their own quirks and embraced the transformative power of their chosen identities. In this hidden realm, where the line between reality and fantasy blurred, 
John felt a glimmer of hope. These carnival performers welcomed him with open arms, recognising the courage it took to embody a character so fully. They marvelled at his commitment to the penguin persona, understanding the depths to which one must dive to bridge the gap between worlds. Together, they roamed the witness streets, their haunting forms casting eerie silhouettes against crumbling facades. In their wake, whispers followed, an unsettling chorus that spoke of admiration and unease, mingling in the air like a dance between light and darkness. However, as John sought solace within this newfound community, he still couldn't escape the gnawing hunger for validation from those who had known him before his transformation. His family, his friends, those who had once held him close. They still remained distant and skeptical, unable to grasp the depths of his penguin obsession. We don't gather fruit. Gathering fruit is uh, mammal work. Driven by a relentless yearning to bridge the divide, John devised a plan, a performance like no other, a spectacle that would shake the very foundations of their doubt. He set out to recreate a scene from the Madagascar films, a grand display of his commitment and unwavering belief. The stage was set in the nearby Brindley Theatre in Runcorn. On the night in question, it was filled with anxious anticipation. As the curtains rose, a hushed silence fell over the audience, their eyes fixed upon the figure that stood before them, a penguin brought to life, a man lost in the guise of an animated character. With each meticulously choreographed movement, John breathed life into the scenes. His waddle, once seen as a haunting distortion, became a mesmerizing dance, a ballet of penguin grace. The room reverberated with his squawks and honks, merging with the haunting melody of the soundtrack that accompanied his performance. As the scene reached its crescendo, a gasp rippled through the audience. In that fleeting moment, doubt was silenced, replaced by awe and reluctant acceptance. They saw beyond the man trapped in a penguin's form, glimpsing the essence of dedication and passion that burned within. Tears welled in John's eyes, a mixture of triumph and longing. In that ephemeral instance, he had bridged the gap between worlds, binding reality and fantasy in a delicate dance. Yet even as applause filled the air, a lingering unease remained, a somber reminder of the fragile nature of acceptance. For, dear listeners, acceptance is a double-edged sword, 
a fleeting victory that can crumble at the slightest touch. As the curtain finally fell and the spotlight dimmed, John knew the quest for acceptance was far from over. The shadows of doubt and skepticism still lurked in the corners of his fractured reality. In search of new answers, he sought help from a local hypnotist, Dr. Chris Crompton. He helped John delve into the labyrinthine corridors of his mind, venturing further into the recesses where his penguin identity held sway. And I'm Skipper, the leader of this ragtag group of underdogs. The landscape within his psyche unfolded like a surreal dreamscape, a twisted reflection of his external reality. We don't gather fruit. Gathering fruit is a uh, mammal work. In the very first session, the air grew heavy with the weight of forgotten memories and buried desires, mingling with the echoes of Skipper, his penguin persona that reverberated throughout the ethereal space. As he navigated the winding pathways of his subconscious, John encountered fragments of his former self, flickers of humanity that clung desperately to the fading light. They whispered to him, their voices tinged with melancholy. You are John, the window cleaner from Widness, not a bloody penguin. Cut this fish-eating, waddling, squawking bullshit out immediately before it's too late, before John is lost forever. However, John, still driven by an insatiable hunger to belong, ignored the voices, please. He pressed on, delving deeper into the abyss, where the boundaries of self-reflection dissolved into a swirling maelstrom of identity. Here, the penguin's essence intertwined with his own, blurring the line between man and creature. Amidst the labyrinthine corridors, he began to encounter surreal manifestations of his penguin persona, a grotesque menagerie of animated characters that danced and taunted him with their exaggerated movements and haunting laughter. They whispered tales of grandeur and adventure, enticing him to relinquish his humanity in favor of the fantastical. But with each step, the price became clearer. The erosion of his very essence, the sacrifice of his individuality. As the penguin persona tightened its grip, John felt his own identity slipping away, a fading echo in the vast expanse of his own mind. The further he descended, the more his surroundings transformed. The walls closed in, their surfaces pulsating with grotesque images, a kaleidoscope of twisted memories and warped perceptions. His own reflection in the mirrors that lined the corridors became distorted, a monstrous fusion of man and penguin, a chilling reminder of the depths to which he had fallen. Yet amidst the suffocating darkness, Glimmers of his humanity remained, 
Fragments of memories, like shards of broken glass, pierce the fog of his penguin persona. The faces of loved ones, their voices resonating with longing and concern, called out to him, a lifeline in the sea of chaos. Their words echoed through the corridors of his mind, resonating with a haunting urgency. They urged him to reclaim his identity, to cast off the penguin's guise and rediscover the essence of who he truly was. But the pull of the penguin's allure was powerful, its siren song whispering promises of acceptance and purpose. With each conflicting voice that echoed within, John grappled with the depths of his desires, a desperate tug of war between the yearning for belonging and the longing for his lost self. The journey within his own mind became a battle for redemption, a struggle to reclaim his shattered identity. With determination etched into his eyes, John turned away from the seductive whispers of the penguin's call. He reached deep within himself, summoning the fragments of his lost identity. John, the window cleaner from Witness. It was time to reclaim his shattered self, to find freedom and purpose beyond the confines of his fractured reality. He embarked on a treacherous journey through the depths of his subconscious. A labyrinth of memories and desires intertwined with the haunting echoes of his penguin persona. Every step brought him closer to the heart of his own truth, to the revelation that would set him free. Amidst the twisting corridors, he encountered reflections of his past, moments that shaped his identity, fragments of forgotten aspirations, his window cleaner's ladder and bucket, his beloved chamois leather, the faces of his loved ones gazing upon him, their eyes filled with a mix of worry and hope, urging him forward. Their presence was a beacon in the abyss, a reminder of the connections that anchored him to humanity. Come back to us, John. We hate that penguin prick. We want you back. As John ventured deeper, the walls of his subconscious grew more menacing. They pulsated with ethereal energy distorting reality into grotesque manifestations of fears and doubts. He saw the window cleaner's ladder that he fell from, the fall changing his life forever. Trembling with fear, he bravely pressed on, his resolve unyielding, driven by the desperate need to find his purpose beyond the clutches of the penguins allure. In the heart of the labyrinth, he stumbled upon a forgotten chamber, a sanctuary bathed in soft moonlight, where fragments of his true self lay scattered. Here, memories intertwined with dreams forming a tapestry of his deepest desires and aspirations. With trembling excitement, 
John pieced together the fragments, building a mosaic of his essence, a reflection of the man he once was and the person he longed once more to become. He embraced his humanity, letting go of Skipper the Penguin. In that moment of revelation, the boundaries between reality and fiction dissolved. The Penguin's allure lost its grip, melting into the ether. John awoke, emerging from the depths of his fractured reality, reborn, a phoenix rising from the ashes of his own mind. And with newfound purpose coursing through his veins, John emerged into the world, his steps guided by a sense of freedom and acceptance. The skeptical gazers and haunting whispers no longer held power over him. He embraced his unique journey, embracing the lessons that he'd learned along the way. In the light of day, John's friends and family gazed upon him with a mix of awe and relief. They saw not a man lost in a penguin delusion, but a survivor, a testament to the resilience of the human spirit. With open hearts, they welcomed him back into their embrace, their love casting out the remnants of doubt. With his newfound purpose, John became an advocate, a voice for those who struggle to reconcile their own identities with the expectations of the world. He shared his story, offering solace and understanding to those who felt trapped within their own fractured realities. And so, dear listeners, we leave John, a man who emerged from the depths of darkness, finding freedom and purpose amidst the corridors of a haunting mind. We have reached the haunting conclusion of this enigmatic odyssey. The tale of a man who ventured into the depths of his fractured reality, only to emerge with a newfound sense of purpose and freedom. He can now be found enjoying his former life, cleaning windows in the northern English town of Witness and he has become a fierce advocate for others who struggle to reconcile their identities. John has become a beacon of hope, a guiding light in the murky depths of fractured realities. He shares his story happily, weaving a tapestry of compassion and understanding for those who have, like him, waddled a similar path. Yet within himself, the questions still linger. Was he truly free or forever bound by the spectre of his penguin persona? In the quiet moments when the moon casts its ethereal light upon his solitary figure, John still ponders the nature of identity and the enduring power of belief. He finds solace in the acceptance he has garnered from those who resonate with his story, a testament to the shared struggles 
of the human experience. The haunting shadows of doubt may always linger, like a spectre in the night. But John has learned to embrace those doubts. He understands that within the interplay of light and darkness, there lies a profound sense of truth. A truth that transcends the confines of conventional understanding. That the pursuit of self-discovery is not for the faint of heart. It is a treacherous path filled with uncertainty, doubt, and the ever-present whispers of the unknown. Thank you for joining us on this haunting journey through the enigmatic tale of John and his penguin's identity. Until we meet again, may the shadows guide you towards your own path of self-discovery, a path where the haunting and the profound coalesce, and where the true nature of your existence awaits you in the depths of the unknown. This isn't some silly crime drama on TV. Does anyone see any clues? Wait, I see something. Security cameras. We need to be stealthy. You private, and you'll make what private first class. What did I tell you about this pretend Where sleuthing nonsense? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, right. Oh, we have something to go back together. Hang why you didn't collect the mangoes humans you are trying to, to starve us out and we're running dangerously low on provisions